everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the 1001 Films Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Gardner, and today we're talking about Zack Snyder's Watchmen, the 2009 graphic novel adaptation. I just rewatched it. I love this movie. It's so well acted, it's well directed, it's uh, supremely stylized, and uh, the special effects are amazing. Uh, it's got a very interesting and engaging story and I'm going to give you my thoughts on you know how well it's adapted from the from the graphic novel and the changes that they made some things I liked and some things I didn't like uh, so I'm going to get all into that today on this review of the Watchmen so let's get to it So Watchmen is directed by Zack Snyder, like I said, and it's based on the Alan Moore graphic novel of the same name. Um, I love this movie. Uh, the first time I even heard about this graphic novel or about this movie was when I saw the trailer for Watchmen play in front of um, The Dark Knight. I went to the midnight showing of The Dark Knight and they played that trailer with that Smashing Pumpkin song. Um, the, you know, for Watchmen, and it was it just the trailer. It blew me away, um, and I couldn't believe. I was a big comic book fan, but I I had never even heard of of Watchmen. Um, <coughs> you know, I was into Batman and Spider Man and, and Superman and all the all the uh, you know the 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 very popular ones, uh, super uh, superhero characters and comic book characters I was really into all of those um, but when I saw this trailer I know I was I went to go see the Dark Knight um, and it was an amazing experience it was one of the greatest uh, film going experiences of my life I was going to see the midnight show of Dark Knight um, but when that trailer ended after watching that trailer uh, I thought to myself I have to know about this about this book. I have to know about this graphic novel. I have to know, I have to see this movie. I almost wanted to see that movie overseeing The Dark Knight. Um, so that was kind of my first exposure to Watchmen and to, uh, you know, this world of, and to Alan Moore, honestly. I hadn't even heard of him either. And since then, you know, I've read V for uh, Vendetta and League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and you know swamp thing and i this that trailer was my kind of gateway into all of these amazing works by alan moore and all of these you know amazing uh, you know adaptations and stuff uh, of his work and you know my introduction into his world and how he's you know very independent and he doesn't really play by the rules and he uh, has very deep themes and meanings in all of his work, and his masterpiece, uh, in my opinion, is Watchmen, uh, because it's all original characters. It's all him, you know. It's all his original characters. Um, it's his original original story, his original idea, um, and I think this movie by Zack Snyder did uh, as good a job as anyone could have done adapting that graphic novel to a movie. Um, if 
maybe if the idea of adapting Watchmen uh, into a movie or had come about like today around you know around now it probably would have been a TV series like the HBO series that just came out it was a sequel to the graphic novel uh, as a TV series had some of the same characters um, but uh, it, this movie came out in 2009 on you know on March 6th of 2009 and it um, you know met with some mixed reviews you know some people loved it some people hated it some people didn't like the changes that he made you know specifically with the giant squid at the end uh, the first time I saw it, I didn't mind it, but after having reread the graphic novel a couple times, and after having watched the film this time, it really did bother me uh, a little bit that he changed the ending so much. I mean, the, the same goal was kind of achieved in the graphic novel as was in the film with the, with the giant squid. Um, but he didn't really need to change it. Uh, and that's kind of uh, highlighted by the fact that the HBO series that came out last year, the sequel series that I was talking about, um, the the squid is in that one, uh, and it still makes it still makes sense. You know, it didn't. Uh, it wasn't too weird, or it wasn't too abstract, or anything like that. So I think he could have used the giant squid at the end of. At the, at the end of the movie, uh, but besides that, uh, this is a, an excellent film to look at, to watch. The colors, the style, the stylized violence, the cinematography, the way that it's shot, you know, all the slow motion and uh, and everything, and the the opening title sequence uh, with the opening credits with Bob Dylan's "The Times Are Changing." is super super cool it's one of the coolest uh most interesting unique opening title sequences um of any movie i think uh, so i i definitely enjoyed watching this movie um i prefer the graphic novel which is you know isn't that big of a surprise when a lot of times when uh when novels or comic books or graphic novels or whatever are adapted into movies um they can't really explore the depth or the uh, the nuance that you can in the other mediums because it just it would just take way too long to do in in a movie than it does in the comic book. And there's you know <clears throat> so so much stuff that you can that you can do in the com- in the comic book genre that you just can't do in movies. Um, so I don't think it's a big surprise that you know. It's not. I'm not really going out on too much of a limb saying that I like the graphic novel better than the movie, but the movie is still enjoyable. Uh, you can still enjoy it. It's still very entertaining. Uh, the, the social themes and the cultural context and everything is still all there. Um, uh, Zack Snyder did a good job keeping that those kind of things intact and really emphasizing those things. Um, you really get more of a, a nuanced... Um, closer critique of it in the in the graphic novel though however uh just because it's you know because alan moore alan moore is famously uh against any of his uh comic books getting adapted into movies or television 
That's why his name is not attached to any of his any of his properties, um, you know, that have been adapted. You know, a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, B for Vendetta, Watchmen. He just because he doesn't want to be associated with the movies um, or the television shows because he says that uh, he made he says I made them for to be consumed as graphic novels to be consumed as comic books and I did things that can only be done in that medium that can only be done as a graphic novel and he you know, it's it's doing a disservice to try and adapt it to do something else. You know, um, and it, and he he sees it as like, you know, you're taking a tractor to the racetrack, or you're trying to plow a field, you know, with a Ferrari. Like, yeah, they're both cars, and yeah, they might be able to work, and they might be able to do, you know, uh, what they're doing and at their on their opposite, you know. Uh, when they're switched around, but it's just not the same. It's just not going to work the same. Um, and I, t- I tend to agree with him. You know, I love movies, and I think it's fair for uh, filmmakers to take some creative license as long with, you know, adapting uh, comic books or novels or other properties into films, as long as they keep the spirit of the of the original source material. You know, like, uh, when I was growing up, I would get upset when I'd watch the Harry Potter movies that there were so many different things from the book than there are in the movies. You know, especially the fifth one, The Order of the Phoenix. That's the longest book, but it's the shortest movie. So they cut out so much stuff, and so much stuff is just left, you know, unexplained, uh, that if I had not read the book, I think it would have been very confusing for me just watching the movie. Um... But as I, but you know, I wanted back then. I wanted everything to be exactly like how it is in the book. But you know, if if it was that way, what's the point of even making the movie? Why not just read the book? You know. So as they, as I have uh, become more mature and come become more um, associated with filmmaking and more giving more leniency to filmmakers. Uh, I think it's it's more fair to do it that way to give them, you know, the benefit of the doubt that it doesn't have to look exactly the same or have the exact same lines or the exact same scenes as long as they keep the the spirit and the point of the original source material. And I think Zack Snyder does that for the most part. You know, um, I don't. It's I don't think it does anyone. Uh, good to nitpick at, you know, the differences between the book and the movie, uh, because I think Zack Snyder, um, has, like I said, he's kept those, uh, social and cultural and economic, um, you know, uh, contexts and themes, uh, that were in the original book. He's, those are definitely in the movie. They might not be as strong or hit you as hard as they do in the book, uh, as they do in the movie, or in the movie as they do in the book, I guess, um, those contacts are more to the point and more, uh, you know, stirring in the book than they are in the movie, but they're still there, you know, he, he had the, the ideas there, um, and I think that's commendable, uh, so I definitely think this movie is worth watching, it's worth checking out, um, even if you're not a comic book fan, 
If you haven't read the graphic novel, I would definitely recommend it. But this movie is, is as good as it's going to get, I think, when it comes to adapting one of the greatest graphic novels of all time. Um, so definitely check it out if you haven't watched it. Um, you know, but for sure read, read the graphic novel. Um, I would maybe even say watch the movie first and then read the book so you don't go into the movie having any kind of expectations as to what it should be. Um, that's another thing that I've really started to do recently is when a movie, when I hear a movie is coming out that's based on a book, I make sure to wait for the movie and watch the movie first uh, before I read the book. Uh, there's another movie that I'm going to talk about in my Christopher Nolan series here coming up, The Prestige. I saw the movie several, several times first before I read the book. And the, the movie is so different from the book that if I had read the book first and then saw the movie, I definitely would not have liked or appreciated the movie as much um, as I, you know, if I had read the book first. Um, so that's, that's how I watch it. You don't have to do it like that. You know, I like to watch the movie first, so I go in fresh. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't have any, you know, preconceived notions of what's supposed to happen or who's supposed to do what, you know. Um, so if you're going to watch Watchmen, I definitely say watch the movie first and then read the graphic novel. Definitely do both because they're both on their own, um, are definitely enjoyable and have definitely have their own positives and negatives to them. And it's just interesting to see the, the contrast and the you know, how he, how Zack Snyder adapted it to the film. Um, so I guess those are, those are my final thoughts on Watchmen from 2009. Uh, definitely check it out. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at SMG reviews and I'm new to Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at 1001 film podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much and I will catch you next time.